Shutting off the lights and locking the library doors, Rodney hurried to the bus stop. Snow fell heavily by the time he sat down on the bench. He turned his head to the left and right, listening to the flow of traffic. His voice watch announced the time, 7.45 p.m. He hoped the bus had not already run, knowing he might have trouble catching a cab because of all the Christmas shoppers. Hearing the distant rumble of the bus coming, slowly climbing the hill and sliding to a stop in front of him, the bus hissed as the driver opened the doors, greeting him. Good evening. Guiding himself up the steps with the help of his cane, he nodded. Hello. Sorry, I'm slow, but I didn't bring my seeing-eye dog today because of the weather. Settling into a seat behind the driver, he kept count of the stops as his mind drifted. I live a thousand miles from my family. I don't have a girlfriend, and all my buddies have plans for Christmas. My life sucks. He sighed as a dark, depressed feeling came over him, wishing the holidays were over with as he climbed off the bus and the driver hollered, Merry Christmas. Normally a polite person, Rodney surprised himself by replying, Bah, humbug, as he stepped out into the cold night. Sliding his cane along the snow-covered sidewalk, trying to be aware of snowbanks so he wouldn't trip, he had gone about two blocks when his cane slid to the side. He stood very still, trying to keep his balance, realizing that he stood on a sheet of ice. Slowly scooting his feet forward, he held his free arm out to the side, hoping to grab onto a wall. After going a few steps, he began to relax, just as his feet flew out from under him. He landed onto the icy walkway, flat on his back, with his head slamming against the hard surface, making him feel dizzy. Lying there for several minutes, he listened to the city sounds around him. Several cars went by, but he didn't hear any people. Finally, managing to sit up, he felt around for his cane, grumbling. Where could that dang thing have gone? Startled by a female voice, he jumped. Sir, did you drop this? If it's a cane, yes, I did, he said, struggling to stand up. Relaxing when she touched his arm, he let her guide him off the ice as she placed the cane in his hand. Thank you, ma'am. Do you live around here? she asked. Rodney nodded his head, although he felt a little disoriented, unsure how far he had walked since getting off the bus. Yes, I live at the Sun Valley Apartments at 66 and Rogers. She laughed. Really? I just moved into that building this week. May I walk with you? I'm not used to living in the city. Being out after dark is kind of scary. For starters, my name is Rodney, and yes, I could use the company. I've had a miserable day, he grumbled. My name is Kelly. I've been told that I'm a great listener if you want to talk about it, she said. Starting to walk toward home as they talked, Rodney soon forgot his troubles, listening to her sweet voice, telling him, I moved to Indianapolis to get a new start in life after a bad divorce. My ex won custody of the children because he's got a steady income, unlike me, who makes a sporadic living freelance writing for various magazines. When she stopped talking long enough to take a breath, Rodney said, May I ask what you look like? Kelly smiled to herself and said, I could lie and tell you that I'm a babe, but the truth is that I think I'm quite plain. 
I'm about five foot six inches tall and a little chunky with brown eyes, freckled complexion, and shoulder-length wavy reddish-brown hair. Lots of curves. And I'm 43 years old. What about you? Well, as you can see, I have brown hair and dark eyes. I'm six foot tall with a medium build. No curves. At least none that I'm aware of. I'm 33 years old and so lonely that my best friend is a dog. Not giving him a chance to start a pity party, she replied, My best friend is also a dog. I have a puppy named Molly. Would you like to come to my apartment for a cup of coffee and then you can meet her? Rodney smiled and agreed, allowing her to lead him by the hand the rest of the way there. When she unlocked her apartment door, the smell of fresh cookies tickled his senses. His stomach grumbled as he thought about his mother's home cooking that he missed so much.